Hey guys, welcome to episode two of the Watch Me Work podcast. So, this episode I wanted to focus a lot on giving yourself more credit. Because <laughs> I think we as human beings, men, women, children, whoever, need to be able to give ourselves, you know, the credit and the permission to fuck up. Because guess what? We're human beings and that's what we're going to do. And I just wanted to share some personal stories and some victories and some some failures <laughs> uh, that go all along with that. So please, follow me along on this episode, number two of the Watch Me Work podcast. guys episode two let's roll right into it so you know I wanted to start this episode with something that I learned here very recently something that kind of stood out to me when somebody said it and imagine life as like a boiling pot of water and everything that you throw in that pot of water is going to change to some degree right the pressure cooker of life if you will you have three options Right? You can be like a carrot. What happens to a carrot when you throw it in a boiling pot of water? It softens. It becomes weak. Right? What happens when you throw a, an egg in the boiling pot of water? It hardens. Right? You get a hard-boiled egg. The heart of that individual becomes hard. That person becomes bitter. Or, you can be a coffee bean. And what does a coffee bean do? It changes the water. It's the only substrate that changes the water around it. And the coffee bean doesn't change. It stays in its form. But yet it changes the environment around it. And you know, I find that to be extremely analogous to the life that I'm living now. You know, in my previous episode, I talked about moving from Pennsylvania um, to Texas, 1,700 miles away, with away from all my comforts and all that stuff. To be a new dad <laughs> with, you know, thankfully, the mother of my kids, who's a great mother, because um, that could have went very south. But me and her, like I said, uh, we were just friends with benefits. And within seven times of meeting up, you know, she got pregnant. And um, so she, we were basically strangers, right? So there was all these fear factors moving down in there. And I was about ready for the first time at 27, 20, I think I was like 28 or 29. Um, when I was just about ready to enter the real pressure cooker of life. And you know what? For a long time, I was the freaking, I was a hard-boiled egg, man. I became hard. I became angry. I became bitter. And, uh, you know, I've, I've always been a, a natural-born fighter on the inside. And, and uh, you know, that, that was the pressure cooker. It was on then, right? <laughs> no going back now. And, uh, you know, it's just funny to think back, you know, five years later and how far I've come in this journey of mine. Um, it's been a, it's been a hell of a ride. And, you know, for the first couple of years, like I was saying in the first episode, man, I, I became angry. You know, I, I responded out of anger often to my 
kids, even when they were, you know, little. Or my daughter at the time, when she was just a baby, man. Guess what, dude? I had to put that anger in my back pocket. You know, that, but that had to come with time. And, you know, I started seeing a therapist. And, you know, the things that you learn in therapy, are, it, the work is, is just recognizing behavior patterns and stopping them mid-moment. But the, the first thing you got to recognize is, one, that you even have a negative pattern to begin with. And, two, being able to recognize that pattern in the moment. And that takes some work. And that's what I had to learn. And uh, I failed at that many times. I mean, <laughs> even even just uh, last year, you know, um, just as an example, you know, um, I have two kids now, my son and my daughter. And, uh, you know, they got into this habit man of freaking <laughs> yeah this habit of uh uh this is even after a couple of years of doing some work too but um they got into this habit of throwing toys in the damn toilet and flushing them right and we already had one issue prior with them throwing toys into the toilet and clogging it and this house that i'm renting is is they got older pipes right this house was built in the 70s so like you know the pipes are are generally smaller and they're just they're just older right and thankfully we were able to snake out you know we had to hire this guy to snake out these pipes and you know I was talking to my landlord he's a good buddy of mine um, and I felt really bad and I was like oh man so so me and my partner Pat we just had to keep an eye on these damn kids <laughs> sticking toys in the damn toilet and flushing them right because um, this is around the time I'm potty training my daughter and, you know, Pat's potty training her. And um, so, you know, she's discovering the magical flush button. And uh, quite magical indeed. It makes things disappear, you know. <laughs> Until we got to snake him out, you know, like six months later when the freaking water's backing up out of the damn tub. And, you know, every time you flush, it sounds like every freaking drain in the in the house is just gurgling um anyways so what ended up happening is they started doing it again right and they they were sneakier about it this time because they were like hell yeah dude we're gonna freaking we're gonna do this now except we ain't gonna we ain't gonna let anyone know you know so it starts getting backed up again and i already know what it is and i'm home alone at this point it's just me and the kids pat was out doing something i forget what it was but you know at this point, I'm so stressed out about money. It's like I got, I'm, I got, I'm feeding a family of five. You know, it's like Pat's going to school full time. You know, and she's got her son in the mix, and he's like nine, so he's not gonna end up flushing stuff down the toilet. He knows better, but he wasn't even home either. And uh, it was just me, my son, and my daughter. And you know, I'm stressed out about bills. I'm letting all this shit get to me. And uh, <laughs> dude, so. Next thing you know, I flush the toilet, and all of a sudden that gurgling comes back, and water's backing up out of the tub, and I'm like, oh. And next thing you know, I feel the rage, right? This rage come up. And, you know, monkey see, monkey do. Like my dad, like my dad did, the rage is coming up, right? And I'm allowing this anger just to freaking bubble. And it's coming to the surface quick. And so, <laughs> like a grown-ass child... I start immediately, I threw the kitchen table into the damn countertop because I'm thinking I gotta, I'm, I'm going to have to pay to, 
to dig out this whole pipe and get this whole pipe replaced and it's going to be this like thousands of dollars adventure that you know uh my landlord's i'm gonna have to make a deal with him on or something like that I'm, i know there's renters insurance but i wasn't even thinking about any of that at the time and you know i'm thinking ah, insurance rates are gonna go up or whatever and i'm just allowing all this like downward spiral thinking just to freaking <laughs> so, you know, I throw a fucking, you know, a man-sized, you know, tantrum. And uh, I'm throwing the kitchen table against the countertop. And uh, I'm throwing, I, I, I chuck the fucking uh, the food tray to one of the high chairs up into the laundry room against the wall. I put a dent in the drywall. And, uh, you know, I, I break my freaking, my coffee table. And I'm having this, this huge fit. In front of my kids, and they're they're on the they're on the couch, just like quiet, right? Staring at like their feet, staring at me like <laughs> they don't know what to do. They just see their dad having a full-on meltdown, <laughs> and I laugh now because I remember Pat got home, and she didn't notice anything for like you know a couple of days, um, and so naturally she starts discovering, hey. She starts coming up to me. She's like, babe, why is the coffee table broken? You know, like, how long has this been broken for? I'm like, oh, I don't know. You know, I'm sitting there lying. <laughs> I'm lying like a fucking child. And uh, and then she notices, like, a day later, you know, she starts, she noticed the counter. You know, the counter, like, near the drawer is, like, broken. Kind of pushed in a little. And uh, then she notices the damn, the the dent in the drywall. <laughs> in the laundry room and uh she comes to me with all this you know and she's like you know there's all this what's going on here do you know anything about this and i said no no i don't know what happened i don't know what's going on she was like this is weird and uh so in my head i have this like internal like all right man look you're sitting here you're doing work you're going to therapy one of the things you want to talk about is honesty. You want to be authentic, you know. And here you are sitting here lying about stupid shit when you could just be honest. And you know what? Uh, 20 minutes later, I just made the decision. I said, fuck it. I'm just going to come out. And I told her, I'm like, look, this is going to be really embarrassing for me to admit. <laughs> However, I just came full out. I was just like, you know what? I had a man-sized fucking temper tantrum in the house in front of the kids. And I just threw a bunch of shit around. And, you know, and I thought she was just going to have this reaction like, oh, you had this reaction in front of the kids, you know. But because of the way I think I had explained it where I just said I allowed my anger to just fucking take over me, uh, she just laughed at me. And she was like, why did you do that? You know, like, you're an idiot. Like, what, <laughs> like, what are you doing that for? You know, like, did, do you feel better? I'm like. I mean, I feel better than I told you, <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, the one thing that was important, you know, the one thing that my dad always did whenever he had a meltdown, you know, cause he thought we were going down the same road he was and, you know, we we're flunking in our grades and, you know, the one thing he always did was explain why he got mad and, you know, ex explain to us that that shit wasn't right. And, you know, that's what I did with my kids, you know. Ten minutes after I had my temper tantrum, I sat down with them and I said, you know, Zeba, Liam, 
I know you may not be old enough to understand this yet. My daughter was three. I knew she understood to a degree. My son was, my son was like one at the time, and uh, or two. No, he was two. Uh, they're only like a year apart. She's gonna be four in September. He's gonna be three in November. He's the day after my birthday. Anyway, um, and I just sat him down, man. And this is what you gotta do when you fuck up. You gotta own it, right? Even if it's your kids. That, those are the people you definitely got to do this in front of. I don't give a shit. Um, because your kids need to see you being honest and need to see you owning up. And this is very important. Um, a good lesson that my dad taught me through his actions, even though he was an angry man, he still took the time out to explain why he got mad. And so that's what I did. I said, you know what, guys? Money is tight right now. I'm a truck driver. I make good money. I get it. But, you know, this could have taken us out. You know, we could have spent thousands of dollars digging up a pipe, digging up a pipe, buying a new pipe, replacing it, and you can't be throwing toys down those pipes anymore because that is going to destroy them. It's 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 going to ruin those pipes, and you could break it. And I don't I don't want that. I don't want to have to pay for it. And and I got angry because I'm 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 scared because I don't want to have to. What <clears throat> fear often masks or anger often masks fear very very often and for me in that moment that's what it was doing it <clears throat> fear had masked that fear or anger had masked that fear and i'm yelling hollering and screaming because i'm fucking scared man i'm i'm so scared i'm <laughs> you know and you know everybody knows like it ain't getting any easier out here you know because the powers that be are keeping fucking up anyway <clears throat> with that being said it's like we have, you know, we have legit, I have legitimate worries. I got to keep a roof over your guys' head, man. All this is because I work my ass off to make sure that you guys have clothes, a roof over your head, food in your stomach. And, you know, and I had to sit there and explain to them all of this, right? And I had to explain to them that I was scared. I wasn't angry. I was angry, but it was just masking the fear because I'm so scared. And I love you guys, and I want you to know that I love you, and I, I'm not just this big, angry, scary-looking man, you know. And, uh, you know, it was cool. And we were all good after that. Five minutes later, they were playing around again, fucking, you know, wrestling around, doing what, you know, siblings do. Freaking throw each other and freaking, I don't know, hit each other in the face, fucking throw each other on the floor and shit. You, sometimes you got to let them do that until it, you know starts to you start to see the sparkle of anger in their eyes and you go hey you know settle the fuck down um so you know that was a failure <laughs> you know but it was also a success in my book because it, it it opened up a moment for me to own it and i did so you know there's always a silver lining and i think we can all do this in our relationships because what you do in one relationship you do in all because i've done that in my in my in my relationship with pat you know, I might become a little fiery one day and start yelling, hollering, and screaming because, you know, it's just it, this. I have this 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 anger in me, and uh, you know, sometimes and so so does she. So you know, I I really match her her level of intensity. <laughs> uh, but we are very careful now. Five years in. Um, we are way better at communicating now because she is also seeing a therapist, which is cool. Um, 
anyways, so, you know, that's an example, you know. I, I started out as, a, as an egg, but then I, I became the coffee bean, right? And I controlled that situation, and I turned it into something that was way better. And they got to see their dad own up to his bullshit, you know. So I think that was a win, man. And, you know, building relationships with your kids. I mean, this goes, this goes with your, the guys, you know, the guys that I really want to talk to is, is the guys that, you know, you're not in your kids' lives. You know, I get it. There's certain situations that, you know, you have a baby mama that, you know, don't let you see your kids, you know, for whatever reason. And if that reason is because of you, you got to own up, man, you know. And if that means you got to go to that person and you might hate her, whatever, some animosity there. But you got to own up, just like how I owned up to my kids. You got to go, hey, you know what? You know, so-and-so, you know, I, I wasn't the best role model. I, I wasn't this or I wasn't that. I, I failed here. I failed there. You got to take ownership because that's going to start building the trust between you and your kid's mom, you know, if you're in that situation where you, you guys aren't together anymore. And you got to build that relationship again, you know, and you got to show up. And if you were never there for your kids and your kids are older, it's the same thing, man. No judgment here, dude. Uh, first of all, no judgment here. Fucking, e- <laughs> fucking email me. I'll fucking send you, I'll give you some advice, dude. I'll fucking talk. I want you guys to email me. I want questions. I'm going to do a Q&A on this podcast. And I want to, I want to, you know, there's, there's so many things that I want to do with this show. Um. But I think I think we need to own that that shadow that we all have in ourselves. That shadow being our our shame, our anger, our you know all these things that we know we did that were wrong. It's the shadow. You got to own your shadow, man. Own that shit. You know. Yes, I have anger. Yes, I have these. But I'm doing this to change that. You know. And the work is to recognize that anger. What I could have done in that situation with my kids freaking out about the plumbing <laughs> is. Literally, man, just sit there and recognize that anger and go, you know what? This is this is that pattern, right? And I'm going to try something different. And I got to take a breath. And if that means I got to sit 10 minutes and then just instead of going through all the yelling, hollering and screaming and breaking shit, you know, and causing more damage than your kids did with the pipes. <laughs> what you got to do is. If you got to take 10 minutes, take your 10 minutes. Take a breather and recognize that kids are just being kids, man. That's what these kids are doing. They're just being, they're going to test you, man. They're going to fucking test you. And if you're going to be a new dad here soon, oh, man, I can't wait. It's going to be wonderful. And I know there's dads out there that are way farther along this path than I am. And I want to talk to you guys, too, and uh, get some advice, you know. I got plenty of advice from my pop, but, hey, you know what? The more the merrier, dude. I'm trying to become a better man. A better father, you know, a better husband, a better, a better life partner, dude, a better friend. Because um, once you start changing one of these relationships, you're gonna start realizing that you can start this change in all of them. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm three years into my journey now, on and off with the therapist. I haven't been super consistent or anything, but damn, dude, um, it's just what it is. And um, you know. It will start to spread into your other relationships. And, you know, you got to give yourself some credit. I had to give myself credit there, you know. Let's get back to the title of this freaking episode. 
gotta give myself credit. I sat there with my kids and I owned up and I explained and I owned up to my partner and I owned up to everything. And I took it on the chin like a man and guess what? It wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. You know, Pat wasn't sitting there angry with me or wanting to get into an argument over it or, you know, the kids were fine five minutes later, like they were good. And, you know, but they saw, everybody saw me being honest, you know, and just owning it. Even though it was a couple days later. <laughs> you know, sometimes, sometimes the embarrassment, <laughs> the shame, right? That shame is a sneaky one, dude. And, uh, you know, you get tired of carrying that one. That's a, that's a heavy, that's a heavy emotion right there, you know? Shame. Yeah. <laughs> Had to mellow in that one. And there was, uh, there was times I didn't do that, right? Let's say, um... Here's all the times that I failed, right? All those times that I spent working, those fucking absorbent amount of hours, 80-hour weeks, or I would stay out even though I didn't have to in the truck, right? Because I'm a truck driver. So I would stay out in the truck even though I didn't have to because being in a truck made more sense than raising a family complete. And you know what? I have to give myself credit there, you know? I at least had to, I at least made the move halfway across the country, you know? At least I did that, you know? And at the time, I, I just had so much shame. I was carrying all this guilt. And, uh, you know, eventually all that started to weigh on me. And I just started seeing a therapist. And I started becoming the egg, dude. I was becoming bitter and angry. And at the end of the day, dude, I was angry with myself. I, who else am I going to be fucking mad at, dude? Who else? Who else I got? Me, motherfucker. Because I'm the one who's causing all the problems in my life. I'm the reason why I had to move there. So I took ownership of that at least right, in my own little special way, right, it wasn't quite 100%, but, you know, um, I was talking to a really good friend of mine, uh, his name is Nick, so shout out to you, brother, I know you're probably going to listen to this, um, love you, buddy, and uh, me and him were having a conversation about just giving yourself credit, and uh, it was another reminder, he was like, hey, man, look, you're doing it, you're fucking doing it, right, like, your kids love you, Right? And that's another thing I want to talk about. My daughter calls me every day. I literally just got off the phone with her. She calls me like twice a day. I'm surprised she even knows my contact in, uh, in my partner Pat's phone. And she, she just knows, you know. She calls me, you know, three-year-old babble. And, you know, you can make out sentences. And, you know, she wants to talk about random whatevers. I don't even know what she says half the time. <laughs> But she wants to hear me. She wants to hear my voice. And you know what? That means i got to give myself credit. That means I've been fatherly enough to where she wants to hear from me all the time. She wants to talk to me. She wants to, you know, conversate. And, you know, I have all these delusions that I'm just not good enough. Or, you know, I struggle with this, this idea or this story that I tell myself, this fucking lie that I need to do better and I need to do this. I mean, we could always do better. Yeah, that's not a bad thing to tell yourself, but I always think that I'm not good enough or that I'm not doing enough. Or I'm not this and I'm not that. And you know what I do? I read to them, I hang out with them, I spend time with them, I take them outside, we shoot each other with a water hose and, you know, we have fun every time I come home. And, you know, and then I'm able to be a dad when I need to be a dad. It's you know, 
I got to give myself credit, man. I, I, I think I have a good balance between, you know, being loving and, and being stern when I need to be. And, you know, I think the lesson that I need to start tell or the thing that I need to start telling myself more is, is you're doing good. You're doing it. You're doing the thing, right? And I, it's funny because I just had a conversation with my dad about this too, like two weeks ago. And he said, dude, I'm proud of the man you're becoming. I'm so glad that you're sitting here, you're doing the work and you're doing it, you know, because he knows my cousin, obviously, because <laughs> I talked to my cousin, he's my therapist and he's been doing this a long time and I want him on the show and I want him to do a, I actually want to do a therapy session on the show as an episode, right? Just to kind of show people because I feel like people need to see what actual good therapy looks like because so many people I talk to, man, it's like, yeah, I saw a therapist, but I didn't really get anything from it, you know, so I just stopped, right? And I hear that story a lot and it's because you just didn't have somebody who, who, who was that good at it or maybe didn't care or maybe, you know, just didn't connect with, you didn't connect with and that's fine. That's okay. You just got to find somebody that you do. Um, I just happen to get lucky and I have one as, you know, one in the family who actually gives a shit about me. And, uh, you know, every time I talk to the man, I fucking cry. <laughs> I cry like a fucking baby. I just learn something new every time, you know. Maybe this next episode will be about letting go because this was the most recent thing I talked to him about was letting go. Um, anyways, we'll get into that later. That'll probably be a later episode maybe. Um, but back to giving yourself more credit is, you know, you got to look at where you're at in your life, man. You just got to be grateful for what you got because you earned it. Whatever it is, good, bad, or indifferent, you earned that shit, right? But once you recognize that you earned it, you can now recognize that you can change that. And, you know, it starts with you. It starts with, you know, getting yourself the help, man. Do therapy. In the on and off short amounts of time that I've done it over the last three years has been probably single-handedly the most important conversations I've had in my life. Because it's people who are willing to be honest and tell me when I'm wrong and tell me where I'm fucking up and help me recognize the patterns, help me shine a light on my shadow. And I can now recognize those patterns and, and in, in, in mid time, like in, in the moment, I can recognize those patterns and go, ah, 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 Shane, you're fucking up again. And I got to have this conversation. You know what? Something important my dad always told me is that, uh, you know, these, these things like anger, these emotions, emotionally charged moments, you know, selfishness, anger, all this stuff, you know, all these, all these things have helped you at one point in time in your life. So there are these, these people, if you got it, what my dad does is just to explain, to give you a little backstory is he told me one time, you know, anger, selfishness, his, you know, his happiness, his, uh, you know, that voice that tells you that little bitch voice that tells you that, you know, ah, you can, you can go cheat on this person or, ah, you can go make this bad decision or that bad decision. That person also has, he wants to give all these things a name, right? These emotions, these voices, gives them a name. And they're all allowed at the table. 
because at one point in our lives, all these voices, all these emotions have helped us and served us at one point. So they will always be allowed at the table. Your shadow will be allowed at the table. It's who at the table at this conference do you want to hear more of, right? You know that little voice in your mind that's like, hey man, you really shouldn't be doing this shit right now. You know, like this shit that you're doing, you shouldn't be doing that. You should probably be listening to that little motherfucker a lot more and allow that guy to grow. You know, take him to the gym, get him bigger, you know, take, get him stronger. Whatever you got to do, make that voice priority, right? And that's what you got to do. And it's sometimes the, the hardest decision you'll make is listening to that little guy. Because that voice at first is going to be very, very meek. It's going to be very quiet. And it's going to be telling you, hey, man, uh, you're fucking up, dude. You're fucking it. You're fucking it right now. You're fucking it all up. And what you need to do is you need to be honest. You need to own up. And guess what? There's a lot of fear that comes around owning up, isn't it? Fuck a load of fear, dude. You're going to be sitting there like, oh, fuck, making up all these stories in your head, how bad it's going to be. Like, oh, man, like, my kids are never going to see me again, or they're never going to gonna hate me, or my, my partner's going to break up with me, or fucking whatever. Like, all this, it's going to snowball, dude. You're just going to listen to all these voices, and you're never going to fucking do it. But it's never going to be as bad as you fucking make it out to be. I promise you that. And give yourself credit, man. Get it. Because when you, when you come clean, dude, honesty will always be at my table. He'll always be there. Fucking Jerry. I don't know his name yet. Maybe I'll name him. Maybe we'll take my dad's advice, you know. And, uh, you know, some other times that I failed were like, you know, kids cry. You know, and I would just get, I remember, I remember getting so frustrated with my, my daughter and my son when they would cry constantly. Sometimes they would cry for hours, for seemingly no reason. And you know, Pat was always just, she was just on it. She just knew what to do. Oh, she's hungry. I'm like, how the fuck do you know that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, oh, she's tired. Like, I'm like, how do you know that? You know what I mean? It's like, there's just this instinct that I later on developed, right? And now with my kids, I can tell. It's like, oh, you're tired. I don't even get mad anymore. At first, I might. At first, I, I lied. Let me, let me change that story. I do get angry. But I put that shit in my back pocket. I'm like, oh, she's hungry. You know, like there's a moment where I'll be like, oh, she's hungry. You know, or oh, my son's hungry. Or oh, this is, you know, they're tired. They need a nap. That's why they're being little assholes. <laughs> You know, that's why they're saying no and being defiant because they're hungry. They're, they're freaking, they're hungry. They're tired. You know, they're, they, they're, 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 they're not equipped to tell you, Hey, you know, I'm tired. That's why I'm being this way. You know, they're not equipped yet for that. But the more that I equip myself with that, the more that they will emulate. And that's what you got to do. You got to emulate that shit for your kids. Like I did with those pipes and then the plumbing. Am I freaking out? Like I did, I owned up in front of them and I said I was angry because of this, this, and this. And I was actually scared because of this, this, and this. And you lay it out. Next thing you know, hey, you know what? Maybe one day my kids will start doing the same thing. And I hope that, you know, you guys can take something from this. Um, you know, I just I do carry some shame around that. Where, like, my kids are, like, one, two. And like, crying. And I'm like, you know, I never... There was a couple times that I showed it outright where I was like, you know what I mean? Like, what do you want? (laughs) 
And I just, I'm so, it, I feel like such a bonehead, you know, when I think back to those times. And I just, I just, I, I wasn't equipped at the time, you know. And I'm way better equipped now as a man, as a father. And, you know, just as a, a more capable human being. And, you know, it's been a long road these last five years, man. I can tell you, I can tell you so many things. And it's not just with, like, fatherhood either, man. Like, when I first moved here, you know, a month after living with Pat, you know, for the most part, everything was good. I seen a couple of her anger issues at that point. <laughs> um, and she had let her sister move in with her husband and four kids. There was nine people living in this house for eight months. And guess what? Her sister and husband did not work during this time. You know what, maybe I'll save this episode for another time because I feel like this could be a whole episode in and of itself. Because what a nightmare, you know. I thought, you know, moving down here was going to be the fucking, the coup de grace of my issues. No way, dude. <laughs> you know, sometimes life just gives you, throws you everything. They throw the fucking kitchen sink at you, bro. And it just feels like life is just kicking you in the dick over and over and over again, you know. And you're just like, what the fuck? Like, can't the shit slow down? You know, like, can we take a break? But no, man, that's life. Welcome to the pressure cooker, dude. Be a fucking coffee bean. Don't be a bitch-ass carrot. Don't be a hard-ass fucking egg. Because that only gets you so far, you're going to become emotionally flat as a table like I was, dude. And I allowed that shit happen for ten years. And so finally, I guess life got fucking tired of me being a fucking bitter wiener head that... You know, it just decided to throw a fucking bunch of shit at me. (laughs) I was in that poor me, and life got fucking tired of hearing it. It was like, shut up, Shane. You know, you want something to bitch about? All right. (laughs) I got something for you, bud. Oh, my goodness, dude. And only now am I starting to reap the benefits of actually going through some shit in my life. And, uh, you know, fuck, man. It's been awesome. It's been great, honestly. I think uh, I, if I were you, I would not recommend, you know, getting a chick pregnant halfway across the country um, to go through anything hardships. I mean, life is hard enough. You don't need to move halfway across the country to do that. Um, <laughs> so take it from me, guys, you know. Don't fucking do that shit. But I think... Um, it, this is a good spot to end this. Um, I'm not sure what else I could say in this episode other than, guys, you got to give yourself more credit. And, you know, again, if you're one of those dads that just hasn't been in their kids' lives, um, <clears throat> like, like Pat's oldest son, you know, his his dad's not in the picture but he's still using and he's dealing with his own addiction and his demons and and I, I don't I personally don't look down upon him um, she has her things to say but you know I, I can understand as a man the fear you know because I experienced this real fear and I had to have a conversation in my head thank God my moral compass was straight enough to where I just came down here anyway. Um, because if I didn't have the moral compass that I have, I, there's no telling, dude. 
No telling what I would have would have done or wouldn't have done or, you know, if I was 18, I probably never would have been there. You know, I'm glad that I started having kids later in my life when I was already starting to learn stuff. <coughs> Excuse me. And, you know, to those, those dads out there, man, look, you got to take all these stories you're telling yourself and, and, and all this fear and you got to put it in your back pocket and you got to own up. You got to own up, dude. Own up to whatever you got to own up to. That's what you got to do. And take responsibilities of your kids. Because you know what? The only way society can get any better, dude, is... I mean, the reason why we're seeing a lot of... One out of three kids is living without a, one of their parents, dude. You know? And that's why we're having so many of the issues that we have. Because there's... There's literally a third of the population that's just living without one of their biological parents, dude. And don't be a part of that statistic, man. You know, how you fix society is is you got to go to the individual level and shine a mirror in front of yourself. And it starts from the individual level. And it starts from the house. It starts from your own home. And you got to start making the changes, man. You got to get after it. It's just what you got to do. I had to get after it, just like many men before me had to get after it. Many men after me will get after it, and you just got to do that, man. If you're struggling, if you're struggling with addiction, the first thing you got to do is just you got to nip that fucking drug shit in the bud, dude. You know, um, you know, message out to my my kid's mom's baby dad. Hey, dude, I'm not judging you. I don't hate you. I don't look down upon you. There's zero judgment-free zone here, dude. And honestly, <clears throat> you gotta nip that shit in the bud. You can't just, you can't just, you know, decide once a year like you want to talk to him. You're either all in or not. And once you make the decision to be in, you gotta be in. Show up. That's what you gotta do. Just show up, dude. Show up. You'll develop the other skills later. Just show up every day. You know, be just be here present. If you can't, you know, the best advice my dad gave me was, you know, if you can only be present with your kids five minutes a day, start with five minutes. You know, have a conversation with them for like five minutes, dude. Do that once a day. But then each week, add five minutes. You know, if that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do. You know, that's what my dad you know, admitted to me. He's like, I had to do that with you kids, you know, because I was too busy setting my ways and I was getting sober and I was dealing with my own shit. And uh, five minutes at one point was all I could give. Do that. Five minutes at a time, baby. That's all you got to do. Show up. Be a coffee bean. I think that's a good place to end this episode. That was episode number two of the Watch Me Work podcast, guys. Please. If you guys are struggling with this stuff, the email for the show is in the description of the show. Fucking email me. If you don't want this shit to be on air, cool. But I'm here for you. And I'll give you all the best advice that I can that I've been given, that I've learned from. And that little bit that I just said about my dad was, was pretty spot on and it helped me feel better too. And it helped me release some of the expectations that I had on myself. Because giving yourself credit is also recognizing that you have some expectations on yourself that are unrealistic. 
and you can only operate with the tools that you've been given. So keep that in your back pocket, all right? So when you're thinking of, you know, you're carrying the shame of not being around around for your kids and, you know, give yourself some fucking credit, man. You know, show up, fuckers. Show up. That's all you got to do. The rest you'll figure out later. All right, guys, with that being said, be a fucking coffee bean. Peace.